When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Broadcasting live from the greatest city in the world. Out the Texas, baby. It's Bucky and Aaron. You guys want to play some twos? You know what? Actually, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation. B and E. What's B and E? Bucky Godbolt, Aaron Hogan on the Horn, 104.9 AM 1260 and hornfm.com. With the Longhorns play and Austin talks sports. You think we've gotten too radical with our message? Well, I got news for you. You ain't heard nothing yet. And if you don't know, now you know. Go to Glory! Woo! <laughs> you better put them hands together. You better put them together for Tuesday on B&E. 18 July. How hot will it be today? I promise you, I got in my car yesterday, but at one point I've been sitting here in the heat, and I you could have baked cookies in my car. I don't think there's any doubt about that. If you to put a tray of just cookie dough like you would in the oven and just put it in my front seat, I'm pretty sure they would have been fully cooked. My windshield cooked. cracked. It was so hot this weekend. Is that right? Did it? You yeah. didn't punch it or anything? Well, it was a rock hit it. It was a little cracked. Oh, hate yeah. that. Came, I, came out, hadn't driven it at all. It was very hot, and it had expanded by about a foot. So. Wow. I um, mm. thought I was doing something clever by having Big Breakfast Monday and ended over at a little Mexican restaurant there on the... Access road here of 290 by discount. But you're headed to Cisco's. No. Come on, man. I know. I didn't go to Cisco's. I had to stick around in the area. And I went into the place and, and dude, it was, it said open and the door was wide open and they had two fans in there. <laughs> That's a turn around and get out. That's a turn around, don't drown. I know. That's what my wife says. She goes, You just turn around and get back in your car. And I'm like, No, I've eaten here before. I've had a nice meal. I think I could suck that up, dude. I sat down and had some Migas at like 11 o'clock in the morning, and the refried beans were like on fire. Oh, was that terrible. I liked your your Cisco's out on 6th Street idea. I did. East 6th or 5th. Oh. I need you to. Cisco's would have been good. Also, uh, you could also have gone down, down to Juan and a million down there. My neighbor. My name, my man, Juan. Could have gone right there on, on East Austin, but uh, either way, you... That was bad maneuver. That was just well, bad. I could have, you know, I do have one of those, like, solar shields that I can put up in my windshield, which I typically do, because it's amazing how much different... As I get in my car, if I don't put that thing up... That really made a difference, huh? Oh, huge, huge, big difference. I mean, if that, that sun is beating into your windshield for hours at a time, I mean, it's just... Your car is 130 degrees when you get in it. I, that, I need one of those, because when I go to PA, when I park that car at, that, at the airport... In the daily parking place, yeah, your car can't hide from the from no. the heat. No, I mean if you're if you're in the sun and you don't find, and it's hard to find a shade tree to park under these days. Uh, you just have to have that thing. I mean, it's just well, like it's so much that I have in the, in the little panel of my car in, in the door. I've put a golf towel there because if I get in and I didn't put that shield up, I can't touch the steering wheel. Like the right. ste- my steering wheel is black, I can't touch it. And I'm trying. I mean, you can't drive. You can't touch your steering wheel. I'm like, I got to put a towel in there to kind of wrap up the. Uh, so now I just I'm I'm trying to make sure to put that. It doesn't take long. You just put it in your windshield and your, you know, rear, your 
little drop down. How much one of those little silly things set you back? Ten bucks. That's it. Ten bucks. Go to HEB. They'll have you one. Okay, cool. Those things are must at this point. Still have not been in my new HEB there. Ceramic windshield tint is the way to go. That's good. I like that. Uh, what does that cost? I mean, it's hot, man. Like, literally, because my car was in the lot for a while. If I if I had to put some cookies there, it, they would have they would have cooked. I mean, hundred. How long would it take to cook cookies at 140 degrees? Like, normally, you'd put them on 350, but an hour and a half. Two yeah, hours. A couple about hours. Two hours and about two hours. It'd be done. I could have been eating cookies. <laughs> Could have been eating megas oh, at 11. Oh, Just man. unbelievable. Okay, lots to do. We're talking all things SEC Media Days, which, uh, you know, that's now the Longhorn new conference going to be, so keep an eye on that and developments that come. Uh, Greg Sankey opened up the proceedings yesterday in Nashville. Also more from uh, Big 12 football media days from last week and obviously Texas High School Coaches Convention that is going on. There's plenty of football. Jets go to training camp tomorrow. And we, we mentioned this morning, it's official now, the Hard Knocks on HBO, the first episode's already been promoted August 6th, or August 8th. August 8th will be the first Hard Knocks with uh, Aaron Rodgers. I got to think they're going to try to make him the center of attention. Do you think he tries to duck it? How do you think Aaron Rodgers handles that? He's not real happy about it. They didn't sign this up to not get some Aaron Rodgers good stuff. Yeah, but he said, you know, it's just a part of it. We got to just do it. So whatever he needs to do, I don't think he'll go out of his way to be weird. He's just going to be himself. He's weird anyway. It'll just be Aaron Rodgers. I like weird. Weird's good. He's weird. Yeah. Because everybody that's watching this show on Netflix called Quarterback comes out saying that Kirk Cousins is just the coolest guy. Like, you get behind the scenes with Kirk Cousins, and you're like, anything you thought about him, he's he's just such a dude. He's such, such a cool guy, tough guy, um, every everyday Joe kind of. You know, Pat Mahomes is featured in that, too, and Marcus Mariota for a while. But uh, we'll see if Aaron Rodgers. You know who else could be part of this? Think about the Jets, Buck. Now, Garrett Wilson from Austin, Texas, mm-hmm. Lake Travis University. Zach Wilson, the backup quarterback. What was going on with him last year this time? Wasn't there something with his mom and his best friend? What's going on with his best mom's friend? best friend? What's going on with her? That's the kind of hard knocks information we need. Where did she disappear to? The they best o- friend. Well, let's Zach, find out. Well, HBO. Zach had a bad year. She dumped him. Know about that? Come on, HBO Films. Let's get that going. What's going on with that deal? That's the good stuff. She didn't keep. She didn't keep up with the Joneses. <laughs> Oh, man. Good stuff. All right, let's get to the headlines. Trending topics. A lot going on as you start your Tuesday morning. As always, Top Gun Equipment Rentals bringing you the news in the top of the 8 o'clock hour. And the news includes college football. Uh, Plenty of change and transition in the big money realm of college athletics year by year. And, well, now the change again involves the Texas OU game. Uh, Texas OU football rivalry official word yesterday that both schools are now going to be calling the October matchup at the Cotton Bowl the All-State Red River Rivalry. Originally and traditionally dubbed the Red River Shootout, the game will now carry the new sponsor and brand and be called the Rivalry, not the Shootout. Uh, October 7th, the game, final meeting between the two schools as members of the Big 12 Conference. It will become an annual SEC rivalry game, hopefully starting in 2024. Yesterday to open SEC Media Days in Nashville, uh, SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey made the news that uh, announced that next year's week-long SEC media event will be held in downtown Dallas, Omni Hotel, in mid-July. Uh, Jimbo Fisher and Texas A&M were one of three teams featured on day one in Nashville yesterday, along with LSU and Missouri. Fisher, of course, fielded plenty of questions concerning the last year's 5-7 and seven finish. That included an early season loss to Appalachian State and then a six-game losing streak. 
The program's worst stretch in 50 years. Most of the questions focus on last year's abysmal offense. The Aggies finished 101st out of 131 teams in points per game. Fisher hired Arkansas, former Arkansas, Louisville, and Atlanta Falcons head coach Bobby Petrino to take over play calling, or at least thought to be taking over play calling. Yesterday, Jimbo Fisher continues to dodge whether he will call plays or Bobby Petrino will call plays. We feel very comfortable with what we're doing, how we're doing it. I mean, we're not going to get into schemes and schematics. I'm not going to sit there and tell you what we're going to do. Uh, but at the same time, say people don't realize he and I were friends a long time ago. We, we, we've had a great admiration for each other and what we've done and how we've done things. He studied us. We've studied him. Yeah, get your popcorn ready for the season in College Station. Day two of SEC Media Days today, Auburn, Mississippi State, Vanderbilt, and uh, the two-time defending champion Georgia Bulldogs. Night in baseball, how about game one of a marquee midseason matchup between the top two teams in the American League? That would be the Texas Rangers and the Tampa Rays. Rangers take game one, three to two. Aroldis Chapman earned his first win since being traded to Texas, tossed a scoreless ninth inning, overpowering stuff, and then the Rangers plated the game winner in the bottom of the frame on a wild pitch that allowed the pinch runner Josh Smith to scamper home. A game two tonight with Nathan Eovaldi, the all-star on the mound for Texas. Uh, how about Shohei Otani last night? Big time in the Bronx. Game's best player launched a two-run homer in the eighth, uh, the seventh inning off of um, Angels series to help the Angels win the series opener of the New York Yankees 4-3. to The uh, two-run homer came in a 3-1 game, tied it. They went on to win it 4-3. to That game in Anaheim last night, Otani's 35th long ball of the season. NFL, Monday's deadline for franchise players to agree to long-term contracts passed without deals for three running backs. Saquon Barkley of New York. Josh Jacobs in Vegas and Tony Pollard of the Cowboys. Barkley and Jacobs plan to skip training camp when they open next week. They won't be fined. They haven't signed their franchise tender yet. Pollard has already signed his. He should be there with the Cowboys. NBA last night, Cleveland Cavaliers captured the NBA Summer League Championship in Vegas with a win over the Houston Rockets. Consolation for Houston. The second of their two first-round picks, Cam Whitmore out of Villanova, 20th pick of the draft, was named the Summer League MVP. Ahead of that game, he averaged over 21 points a game in the games in Vegas. Horn Headlines brought to you by Top Gun Rentals and Lawn Equipment. It's hot outside, and so's our deal this month for a free Hustler generator with purchase of select Hustler Zero Turn mowers at Top Gun. TopGun.net. We'll shoot you straight. Hey, look at that. Somebody sent us a picture of an old lady that put some bread in the mailbox. And look at that. Looks good. Looky here. Made some bread right there old in the brick, mailbox. Brick, brick oven. That's like a, yeah, that's like one of those uh, pizza, pizza ovens with the bricks. I like that. I have the Dutch oven. Remember the old brick oven? <laughs> says, uh, coincidentally, Hard Knocks is also Zach Wilson's OnlyFans handle. <laughs> is that true? No. No? I don't think Zach Wilson has an OnlyFans. He's not struggling that bad yet. Are you sure? Well, he's still a millionaire. Does his mom's best friend have one? I wish. <laughs> there we go. Oh, everybody's getting the OnlyFans. I did see. It does say crack your windows just a wee bit in these days. I guess that's true. Yeah, probably should do that. I just have, I just got to remember to put up the, the solar shield, and it's so much different, so much better. Um, I was driving around all soaking wet this this weekend, so my car's a little. You don't have AC? Well, I do, but it doesn't get cool I, enough I was fast just enough. In and out of the lake, the pool, and such. So yeah, my, my car's a little gross right now. The Blue Magoo's got it all. Yeah, it's is that what you call on. it? The Blue Magoo works like the Blue Magoo. The ladies love it. Of course they do. The you know why? Because it. it is a little dainty. <laughs> it is dainty, isn't it? Yeah. Do they get in it, and do you have a little flower or something in the front there? No, I need to I need to get something, jazz it up a little bit. When you say the ladies love it, is that facetious? I I, I like to use it as a joke, self-deprecating joke against myself. Yeah, yeah. I love that color. The ladies in Austin, there's competition with dudes driving Lambos and Ferraris. I've never cared much about my ride. I drove a red car before that. That wasn't the coolest looking car either. And I drove a Prius before that. 
Just got to get to where you need to go. Exactly. And and we know for sure that ladies don't care how much money you make. Like they don't really care. Oh, about never. Oh, <laughs> they do care that. That's, that's why you got to pretend <laughs> on the show. The Blue Magoo. That's pretty funny. I Baby's don't like that name. You, do you have a name for your Subaru? No. Junk. Got, Get me there. Got, hey. Sometimes called sure my white, just... white Lightning, my little white uh, Genesis, which I like a lot. Good car. Good vehicle. Uh, white Lightning. But uh, yeah, Doo Doo Brown. Doo Doo Brown is actually in the garage, not outside in the sun, though. Oh, your big 87. It's indoors. It's inside. It's inside. Got to, man. You'll screw up the battery. Will the battery screw? Will this heat screw your battery up? Yeah. It really will. Make sure there's water in your car. Yeah, all those things. Make sure you're, yeah, for sure. It's just excessive heat, man. It'll, anything you got an issue with is going to get exacerbated in the heat. Same thing when it's really cold, right? You're going to. Make sure you've got your oil changes and your fluids are all where they I'm good need to at be. that. I'm good at that, and I don't do any of that stuff. But when it hits the right mileage, I, I will change the, you know, change my oil. And if I have to change the filter, I'm not. I got no problems with getting all that stuff done. I'm good at maintenance, since I don't do it. Since I roll up to somebody else and say, "Okay, here you go." Oh man, looks like we got got. Because the lady with the bread on the news, she she. Did it for social media. Didn't actually cook that bread in her mailbox. It was actually already cooked. Come on. Lady, why did you do it's like that? like an 80-year-old woman. What's she trying to get her likes for? It's all about the clout these days. What did <laughs> she do that for? Uh, this says, I call my truck Olivia after Olivia Wilde. Ooh. See? There you go. Well, if you have a name for your vehicle, let us know. Yeah. Uh, those are always good. Uh, my buddy, who I used to drive up to the ranch to in Wyoming, we'd finish our classes at St. Ed's and drive up there. He had a white, uh, white pickup truck called the Hell Bitch. Oh, really? Yeah, if you ever... You ever see Lonesome Dove? There's that white mare at the beginning they're trying to break, and that was the name of that that horse. Uh, so that's he named it after Lonesome Dove and the horse that uh, Captain Call broke and rode up to up to Montana. Uh, but yes, so yeah, if you have a name for your car, let us know as we get this thing going. We're talking SEC Media Days. We are going. We're going to check in with your buddy with the Georgia Bulldogs. Covers Georgia. Dylan Weber. Yes. Dylan Lever, Weber. Weber. How good is Georgia this year in comparison? Right. I mean, two years ago they had maybe the greatest defense. In the last 20, 25 years in college football, lost a game but still won the natty. Last year, I think the offense was a little bit better, but the defense, you know, not as dominant but still still damn dominant. When you're doing your uh, early research here, Buck, how how good in comparison to the last two years Georgia is Georgia? I mean, the quarterback will be the key, period. We are, my expectation is defense doesn't change there very much. Well, that'll be interesting because, like, you know, Stetson Bennett – the frat boy stuff and walk on and those kind of things. But man, how many big plays did he make in big moments? Tons. Tons. I mean, how many tons big with throws, big More, runs? Yeah. Tons with his feet. Just this gritty, gutty plays that, that extended drives. And, and, you know, obviously it was when you're two years ago, that defense didn't give up, but under 10 points a game, under eight points a game, they didn't have to do a lot offensively and they would win games last year. They're a little more dynamic offensively. And it's interesting that, you know, they've gone to this, you know, multiple tight end. I mean, last year when they had Darnell Washington and Brock Browers out there and they'd go three tight ends and just smash you, uh, it made Sets and Bennett's job easier. Just, just a lot of play action, a lot of single coverage, a lot of easy you know, reads as far as yeah, he's trying to make. Be, this would be the year if they had a quarterback, they would look, be looking for Brock Bowers to go to New York. How, when was the last time a tight end ever went – or has a tight end ever gone? I'm thinking greatest – Preseason hype for tight ends. Keith Keith Jackson was a big tight end at there Oklahoma was. back in the day, but he all was American, really, first team All American. He was really just like a tackle eligible. <laughs> he was so big. Can't remember when Kellen Winslow was part of that Miami Hurricanes team that was so talented. Um, Kellen Winslow Jr. Why don't they come out like this dude right here? Yeah, Brock Bauer is a different breed, right? They run, they hand them the ball. Oh yeah, 
They throw it to him. They do end arounds with him. He's just such a great athlete. And the NFL's already anticipating, you know, him because he just looks like don't a. Don't do anything that they can't do with the guy that's right here in Texas. Well, it feels like it, right? Jatavion Sanders can be mm-hmm. part of that deal. Reverses and things like that. Well, I mean, Brock Bowers just he's like a you know Travis Kelsey, but maybe even a little a little more athletic mm-hmm. and a little faster. Uh, just well, I definitely got to believe he's faster because that guy can can move. He can. Well, and that's you know this is what can make Texas a special offense this year if you if you can run the football and you do have Jatavion Sanders in there to try to disguise are they mm-hmm. running? Because remember, I go back if you go back and watch the film of those that Texas fourth quarter against Baylor last year when they just saddled up the running game. Yes, it was a lot of Bijan and Roshan, but a lot of that. Go back and watch number zero and watch Jatavion Sanders get into those two wide end, two tight end sets and just start setting the edge and, and smashing people. That guy's special. I mean, it's taken him a bit, right? He came out of Denton Ryan as a five-star player, kind of wanted to be a defensive or offensive receiver. What was he going to be? He took to the coaching at Texas with Kyle Flood, with uh, you know Jeff Banks as a tight end coach. They essentially redshirted him year one. And last year, man, he was – and he just got better and better. And if, if that pro- progress continues for him, there's no doubt he can't be. In the conversation of a, he's you know, great an in space when he's end. out there having the block. Well, that's right. Guys he, can't get away. He engulfs those secondary guys. Well, think about it. You, you, because you can be in a formation that looks like a run set, right? And and now all of a sudden you can do a lot with him, and he can inline block. He can set the edge. He can be that guy, the physicality on the outside. And this is what always made a guy like you know Rob Gronkowski so good in New England, right? It would just to help you disguise what your offense was going to be. Uh, and you know you, you think they're running, then you run play action. Well, then Gronk's up the seam and he's six six and. You know, you, you, the linebacker lost him already because he was bought on the run fake. I mean, gosh, him and Tom Brady were magic with that for so many years. I'm not saying that Jake Chavion Sanders is Rob Gronkowski. I'm saying that you can use him with his five-star athleticism and his size in a similar way. And Sark has been on record saying he's got the best hands on the team, right? He's got the best hands of anybody. Got to use them. Man, they're catching balls in space, catching balls in traffic. If that develops, continues, Buck. Man, what I mean, and then you've got X Man and Jordan Whittington, Isaiah Nayer, A.D. Mitchell. I mean, you got real problems of trying to win the math equation of, you know, how do we how do we cover everything? How how do you deal with that? That is what Texas is hoping for. Obviously, Georgia has been able to get there with with their tight end dominance and their offensive line dominance, uh, and then the defensive side. How good will Georgia be? This oh, they'll year? be good on the offensive line again too. Oh well, because they just recruit, and that's that's where Sark's trying to take this with the the the. the the really good offensive line recruiting class after class yep. after class, knowing that to be in that conference, to be a competitor in the SEC, it's got to be on the line of scrimmage, and you have to have the size and the big humans to be able to match up. Uh, and at least they're trying to kind of ramp that up because, of course, they had the great recruiting class one cycle ago or two cycles ago that included Kelvin Banks. They had a really good one last year, and they're, they're putting together another one. And that's what you have to do, and that's what Kirby Smart had done, just stacking – Great offensive lineman and uh, winning the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball in a line of scrimmage league. Uh, that is that's what George is all about. It's less about the flashy guys on the outside and the skill players. It's more about the muscle. With oh the yeah, Georgia Bulldogs I mean, and the overall athleticism. He's a on that great team. defensive coordinator. He was. By the way, the other teams at the SEC media today, today outside of Georgia, who are the favorites to win the whole conference and maybe win the national championship again, Auburn with Hugh Freeze. That'll be interesting. Hugh Freeze is back. Did his time at Liberty. Uh, had the issues on his way out of the SEC, cheating at Ole Miss. What is that in press conference like today? Uh, also, Mississippi State and Vanderbilt don't see them as either of those two teams as contenders for much in the SEC. But yeah, Somebody will ask him, Coach, are you going to cheat again? Yeah, what's the level of cheating? <laughs> did you expect to do here? Now's your back. 
As much as I can. <laughs> I'm going to get a burner this time. <laughs> Got to have that burner. Says my car's name is Beyonce. Because there's a lot of junk in oil? the trunk. A lot of trunk, junk in the trunk. My truck is called the Silver Bullet. I had a 94 Chevy Silverado as my first car. Took it up to college. Called it Old Faithful. I had to say a prayer every time I was driving <laughs> home from Fort Worth to Lockhart. Uh, Craig Flowers, Texas, say my Juco car painted gray called the Tick. I nice. Like called it the Tick. Chevy truck called a black Chevy called Black Betty. Black Betty. This guy says I call my truck my truck. See, it's fine. It's good. Truck is the truck. Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, all right. It says got to got to be tie. Respect your vehicle. The the blue Magoo. No, oh, no. That was about. They said they had a white SUV that's named Appa. Appa from Avatar: The Last Airbender. It's the hmm. magical creature that he. Oh, rides the creature. Around. Yep, yep. I haven't seen the Avatar either. Avatar seems long to me. Avatar: The Last Airbender. This is like a cartoon. Oh, from the two thousands. Definitely MC knows. It's a good one. It's one of the only like anime esque shows I ever watched growing up. Okay. Yep, yep. Yep, yep. All right, we'll come back. When we do, we'll uh, hear a little bit from Steve Sarkeesian from Coaches School yesterday. A lot of wide-ranging talk. He was talking to the, the high school coaches assembled there and really uh, giving them credit for the players they deliver. Also, Sark making it clear that his program, while he's at Texas, will be built primarily on high school football players, and a lot of them from the state of Texas because uh, they'll use the portal where they need to. But Sark uh, letting everybody know their high plan to bring in um, a majority of this program will be built on high school talent. We'll get uh, Sark on that coming up. Also, before the end of the hour, it is Salacious Gossip and your Blitz, all part of a busy Tuesday here on b All things football on a Tuesday. We'll get to some baseball. Shohei Otani hit number 35 last night. Did look like he tweaked his back a little bit and because he hit the home run in the seventh inning, came up again in the ninth inning, yep. and yeah. took a swing and kind of uh, looked like he winced. Keep an eye on that because obviously the – they're already without Mike Trout and any type of injury for him, Mike. And then it changes that trade conversation uh, for Shohei Otani. But home run number 35 last night. Rangers beat the Rays in that marquee midseason matchup. Best two teams in the American League. Rangers get the win. Uh, man, a roll to Chapman uh, when they traded for him back in July. I know our buddy Gene Watson gave us the tip on that. But that guy has already set the record, and he keeps breaking the record for the fastest recorded pitches in that stadium. Uh, hit at 102 and a half again, or almost 103 miles an hour. He looks to be back to that form we saw when he was in New York, Cincinnati. I mean, he he's, he looks to be in great shape. And give the Kansas City Royals credit for picking him up on a one-year deal and then making that trade to acquire some of the Rangers' prospects uh, because it's exactly what the Rangers needed. But they'll go again tonight, and Nathan Eovaldi on the mound, the All Star. So uh, you know, Rangers trying to trying to flex a little bit in the American League. So baseball, but also football, Buck. Also, we're talking about what you name your car. This says, guys, I own a gray Highlander. We call it the Gray Ghost. There you go. Also have a Lexus that is pearl white. We call it Mini Pearl. Mini Pearl. And somebody said you have to name your car. It's just good luck. It's like naming your boat. And, you know, when you're you're a gardener buck with a green thumb, do you talk to your plants? Like do you I do. Sp- you speak to them? I do. What do you tell them this time of year? Man, it's hot. You thirsty? <laughs> you thirsty? Like every day? You got to be watering every day, right? I mean, you yeah, it's, at some well, it's this hot. At some time, I mean, it's the soft leaf plants definitely have to be. If you're a if you're if you're thinking of having fruit right now, like figs and things like that, but those leaves are like they're crispy, like my grass is right now. It's like crunchy, like cornflakes. It's like Captain Crunch. You go yeah. out there and it's like, <laughs> yeah. Well, 
It is. Uh, it is really, really hot. But it's obviously, you know, nothing you can do about it. Just deal with it. I try to tell my wife, oh, the grass, just like in the winter, if it gets too hot, we'll go dormant. So every everything's okay. I try to tell her those spots, those green spots. You see where the sprinkler is. I said, but the, don't worry about the other grass. It'll, it takes a lot for it just to die out. So I, I have her thinking that the grass is actually dormant. Summer dormant, E? Yes. And that when if it if if it ever rains again, I don't think it will. <laughs> next week, I'm pretty sure it's not going to rain. Man, again. All right, let's hear from Sark. Uh, this is good stuff, and we appreciate Jeff Howe and uh, that crew from from bringing that back. This is good. They were at the uh, te- Texas High School Coaches Convention uh, down in Houston. This was coaches' school and wide ranging conversation with the coaches and Steve Sarkeesian, the head coach of the Longhorns, including. And I was asked about his recruiting philosophy, and you know the portal is an, an appealing thing, right? You can get the portal, bring in experienced players. Steve Sarkeesian was pretty clear that this program, as long as he's there, plans to use high school talent to build the foundation of where they're going. Really, no. Um, you know, when I got here, a I assessed our roster. Okay, what do we need to what do we need to do to be the best team we can be, and then what do we need to do to be? The, I think it's different if you make it different you know ultimately for us we're not we are going to continue to build our roster from the ground up from the foundation from the high school ranks that's why high school recruiting is so important to us that's why this is so important to us I think this year we took five transfers 25 high school kids and so ultimately yes we're going to take a few transfers and there's some stopgap things in there for a variety of reasons but ultimately um the high school recruiting is where it's at for us in in our style and what we like to do so i know this whole era of nil and transfer portal and all and all the things that come with it but the reality of it is for us i want to recruit if i can i want to recruit another high school kid now there may be times when we can't like i mean i have to have another corner or have to have another defensive tackle then you go into the portal and you make that work and you do the best you can to make that work but the reality of it is for us i would much rather prefer to recruit the high school ranks and we'll hear why coming up from sark but think about that about 25 high school kids five transfers and the five transfers have a chance to be hugely impactful on this team for sure right the, the high school prospects are you know you may get some like an Anthony Hill as a freshman that'll break out and help you out. But well, really, those are the guys that grow with your program. Yeah, you're trying to grow your program with that. And but boy, you're trying to because I think when Sark first got here in this coaching staff, they were trying to just fill holes. They were trying to bring in bodies to help get through the first year or two. Well, now they're trying to target and and Ad Mitchell is a guy. That yeah, you're can, trying to hit home runs in the portal. Jalen Catalan. Yes. Uh, Gavin <laughs> Holmes, two-year starter at Wake Forest. Trill Carter on the defensive line. Uh, to repl- replace Keandre Coburn and uh, and Moro Ojima, so you're really trying to bring in guys that. The, and think about those guys. I mean, if Jalen, I mean, it's always if healthy with Jalen, but that guy's an impact player if he's a healthy player. Ad Mitchell's an impact player. Trill Carter on the defensive line when you put him in that rotation with Tavondre Sweat and Byron Murphy and Alfred Collins. Yep. You know he can become an impact player, and you know he can play. Uh, he was an honorable mention All Big Ten player last year in the the big physical Big Ten. So that yeah, is, you're not bringing them here to develop. No, you're you're looking for impact out of that, uh, and you know freshman class becomes the future and the foundation. Uh, learn to do things, but man, yeah, that, I like that, uh, and you know that's a luxury Sark has had as he's built this thing into year three because he's recruited really well, really well, and now you know making his case to the Texas high school coaches that we're going there. Now the cut we started, we had to reverse course, but the actual cut, the next phase for Sark is okay. 
I did have to evaluate this roster, and we're trying to build this roster to be able to compete where we're going starting next year, and that's the Southeastern Conference. I've been in that conference. I know what it takes, and uh, here's Sark's thoughts on roster building. Really, no. Um, you know, when I got here, A, I assessed our roster. Okay, what do we need to, what do we need to do to be the best team we can be? And then what do we need to do to be the best team we can be in the future? And ultimately, um, you know, I, I assessed the college football playoff and I assessed who were the best teams in the CFP over the last decade. Well, ultimately, the majority of those teams are coming from the SEC. So, all right, how do we beat those teams? How do we build a roster to beat those teams? Oh, well, you got to get big up front. You got to get physical up front. You got to have speed on the perimeter. So we have been recruiting this way um, since I got here. Uh, nothing has changed in that aspect. It's made it a little easier uh, that to, to why we do what we do. I think you got to have big humans up front. You got to have speed on the perimeter. You got to have high football intellect. In the middle of your in the middle of your roster, whether it's offense or defense, and ultimately, um, that's what we've tried to do. Um, it's never perfect, but that, that that's ultimately what we're trying to do. No secret, big humans, and he went on to say that uh, you know he appreciates the high school coaches because the players they get that come in from Texas high schools are so advanced and such high level players. So it's such great coaching. That's just a huge advantage, and they're going to try to continue to build on that. Um, moving forward. So good stuff from Sark. And, you know, that's that's been his vision, and that's why he likes this team, because this team finally starts to look like big humans up front. And what he's seen in the SEC. You know, and the next big piece, I'm telling you, Buck, is that kid from Duncanville, that Colin Simmons, that edge rusher that just finishes, not finishes, he's got to keep recruiting all the time, but, you know, puts them, what, what their missing piece is, is that game wrecker on the outside that you know with the big humans in the middle because right now that's going to take two people to block yeah well because look at it right now i mean this texas defense so vastly improved one year from one year to the next last year and and, you know our friend rod babers in the afternoon calls it the central nervous system of your defense they're great that they're potentially great at tackle especially if alfred collins has a breakout year byron murphy's first team all big 12 and they've got a good rotation of depth jalen ford is the preseason defensive player of the year in the conference he's in your middle and then jalen catalan jaron thompson um, you know, Jade Barron, those are your, your, your safeties up the middle, up the box. I mean, that's really good. I mean, that's really good. Now, the edge, you know, who, who steps up? Barron Sorrell's a good player. Uh, Justice Finkley, you know, you need some guy. But a guy like Colin Simmons, not for this year, but for the future out of Duncanville, who's one of those dudes who, you know, comes off the edge and, you know, elite-level player, that's the kind of piece that now you're – now, you look, if you, if you get a guy like that on top of the recruiting you're doing, now you're starting to, to think about competing with the – the Georges and the Alabamas and the Clemsons and the because those those are the game separators, Buck. Well, they 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 change they they not only change what you do up front, they really help in the secondary. Yeah, I mean, you you project a defense into the SEC in the future that's got Anthony Hill, the five star from Denton, and then a Colin Simmons, as a, with with everything else you're doing. Well, that's those are those are difference makers. Those are guys that just change games. And now you dip in the portal, and you get guys that really make a difference too. Yeah, you can see where it's going. There's Sark talking to the high school football coaches. I wanted to get your thoughts on this, Buck. We got salacious gossip and the blitz coming up. I don't know if you saw this because I know you're a big fan of the uh, winter and summer Olympics. Yes. When the Olympics are on, you're a big fan of figure skating. I am, especially in the winter. Yes, winter. You know, it was on the other day. I Tanya was on one of my HBOs, and I just started watching. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Watching it. What you mean you me- got back into it? What a wreck. <laughs> Jeff Galuli and those meatheads. I mean, what a. Uh, uh, Margot Robbie, by the way, who plays in this new Barbie movie, mm-hmm. she did a great job as Tanya Harding. Yeah, she did. Uh, she comes off well. I mean, she acts, she's a very good actress. But uh, so you like the figure skating. Also, uh, in the Summer Olympics, you like gymnastics sometimes. Somewhat. I do. Well, you know what's coming. Do you like the synchronized swimming? No. It's, Come on. It's too much holding your breath. No. Hey, no. Ty, how about this? It I'm is official now. No. Snicker if you wish. But Bill May and other male synchronized swimmers, now called artistic swimmers, have, uh, have gotten the last laugh here. Men have competed in synchro at the lower level of swimming for decades. They're now being included in the Olympics for next year's Summer Games I want to see Paris. their junk floating around. Come on. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Come on. Well, they have to do the leg split things and all that stuff. Right? Yeah. Right, Ty? you got to include everybody. No, I don't have to include. I don't Artist- have to include everybody. And by the way, don't you dare call it synchronized swimming. It's artistic swimming. That sounds even worse. Hmm? I don't want to see nut twirls. No, thank you. I'm going to pass on that. No thanks. It's just like naked chicken competition. No. Reverse chicken? Reverse, Reverse chicken. chicken. Oh, my God. Please have the yeah, doing it. Come on now. Reverse chicken are have, fights? Are we going to have to have different made swimsuits for the dudes? No, it's just Because they can't go upside down. It's just a banana Not the, No, no. I don't want to see Look splitsies. at them. There's a picture of it right there. I mean, they may do the reverse, reverse chicken fight. They lost me. I won't watch. No. By the way, this guy, Bill May, who's been pushing for this for the most, he worked for 17 years at Cirque du Soleil doing themed of water course. shows. Oh, yeah, all kinds of twists and, and splits and things. Come on, dude. Yeah, man. Equal rights, man. No. Well, Are we going to have little suits that say USA on the side? And then USA. cup grabbers, <laughs> bean grabbers or whatever? Come on. I'll be interested no. in who takes the gold in the reverse, <laughs> the reverse chicken competition. Yeah. <laughs> You know, if they actually did summer Olympic chicken fights with a dude on a dude's shoulders and then they wrestle. Dude on dude's, no. Like, who can knock the other off? I'd watch that. That's what chicken fights are. I know. And let's not talk about what the, what the reverse chicken is, but <laughs> <laughs> at the pool party. At the pool party in Vegas. But you know what? Is I, that where you first witnessed it at Vegas? The at reverse the pool chicken, party? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Turn around. What, so, I mean, how, how much more likely would you be to watch an actual chicken fight? Between these dudes, like a fight, like who gets knocked off, who stays on. Okay, and then, it may may catch my eye. Let's declare a champion. In I'd chicken watch that. fighting. Me too. Especially if you had dude on the bottom, woman on top. Ooh, and they're topless. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, oh. I don't know that we can go there. No, I, I it would catch my eye. Well, There'd know. be some Janet Jackson situations. And look, we on. understand that the Olympics—they're looking for viewership and female viewership at that because guys will watch the track and field and the basketball but the nbc has invested their money in this event because they want they've done female fine. eyeballs they've done fine in figure skating right 
and and the 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 female version if you're going to attract female viewers you have to create drama you got to tell the stories of the love stories you got to tell the stories of you know all of it and sure. then and then you got to you know put on things like gymnastics my mom the, was watching the gymnastics last time around like it was the Super Bowl. I know. Getting, oh, all, yeah. getting all mad at me for like kind of cracking some jokes. For 100%. Sure. I mean, because then they, they kind of like I, Tanya, they build mm-hmm. up the drama. Who's the ones that don't like each other? Who are the rivals? How they, the judges going to do it? Little cheaters. And guess who's coming back? Simone Biles. Simone Biles is back. She's declared she's going to be at the. She's competing really? now. She's, she's all, training all that, for the. That was a little too much for me last time. What do you mean? Simone Biles? Well, she's coming back for Paris. For Paris. And look, I mean, I'm not. I, I'm a fan of competition. Is she like 27? No, she's married now. She married a guy that plays she's for the old. Houston Texans. But she's got to be at least 24, 25. About time that still should be about 25, 26 years old. I'm pretty sure one of those girls. She's 26. The, the original. What? What was it? With the the four? What do they call them? One of those girls has like an OnlyFans now. Ooh, Livy Dunn. Get Livy Dunn over there. Yeah, I don't think she'd make it. But uh, <laughs> yes, so. Look, I love watching the Olympics. I love the track and field. I like the basketball, Team USA. Uh, I like, gosh, who didn't love watching Michael Phelps set all those records in the swimming pool? Yes. That was I mean, awesome. Unbelievable. But I don't think I'll be watching the And the young lady swimming. that swims. I would watch chicken fighting. Leah Thomas? Now, you'd probably have to find a new name for it. Reverse chicken? No, you can't, you can't call it that. No. You know, it would be like, you know, chlorine grappling or something. <sighs> you know, they have water polo. Why couldn't we have chicken fights? I would not watch the dudes in the pool doing split legs and all that stuff. You know, but you know, I, I would not. Here's the one thing about nobody swimmers. would watch that. Here's the something women, about women wouldn't watch that. Well, swimmers like gymnasts, like gymnasts, male, they're just so strong. I mean, they're so powerful, especially the men when they're doing those, you know, bars and oh, yeah. the rings. I mean, they're so strong. Well, these swimmers are in incredible shape. Like literally, I'm joking about chicken fighting, but that would be those are strong people trying to knock each other off. And the base well, water guy. Water polo is oh, a is water a son polo of a is gun. brutal. That's a brutal sport. There's so much contact happening underground or underwater. <laughs> <laughs> Undercarriage under there. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Oh, those are those, they got to tread water for hours at a time. Those no guys thanks. are so in such great shape. I mean, the guy at the bottom of the pool. Hey, you know, we got one down. He's been down there for about six minutes. You ever go to a water polo practice, man? They give those dudes like big old weights, and they got to hold them and tread water and train themselves. I mean, that is unbelievable. Great athletes. I'm not a water. Now, guy. artistic male swimmers, I guess. Women no. will watch it. Guess who will watch it? Women will watch it. They won't. Yes, they will. Dudes will have to shave their legs because you, you can't go up there with a big holes. If you're in the water, you're shaving your legs. Are didn't, you? Is that the deal? Didn't you ever see the Saturday Night Live skit with Martin Short <laughs> doing the singer? <laughs> yes. Oh, no. no. With the plug on their nose. I guess you do have to do, yeah. To be a little bit more buoyant, you hey. want to shave those legs, don't you? Michael Phelps shaved those legs. Let's have a blitz brought to you by Apple Leasing, but also oh. artistic swimming. Let's oh, hit it. 447-3776. Also a little gossip in there as well. It's B&E on the horn. Where you get that from? Did someone tell you that? Did someone tell you that? Because I ain't for no games, okay? No games, just the gossip. It precedes your blitz every morning. And uh, let's bring that blitz strong on a Tuesday, 447-3776. And the gossip always brought to you by Bud Light. Only four great ingredients brewed right here deep in the heart. By Texans, for Texans, and dang proud of it. Make sure you're picking it up for all of your summer activities and fun. And football season is fast approaching for tailgate parties and all that will come with a uh, a seven-home game football year for the Longhorns. Is that right? Or is that next year they get seven? It's next year next when they year. join the SEC. But uh, either way, tailgate parties, good times, live music, Bebo Boulevard, all that's coming. 
glad you brought synchronized swimming into this because I don't think you can wear a nose clip anymore. Why? It takes, because it takes away from the beauty and the aesthetics. Of, water up my nose. I, that's what I mean. That chlorine up your nose. I mean, I don't think you can do that. Well, that's some BS right there. Hey, by the way, we got a mano a mano going. We'll get to this in college football in the next hour, but should mention that uh, Brett Venables went after Deion Sanders for his method of roster building. That won't be gossip, but we'll get into it coming up. But this is salacious and it is gossip. Sophia Vergara. Remember we saw Sophia recently on National Bikini Day. She mm-hmm. participated with an Instagram pic, thanks to her. But she and her husband, Joe Mangianello. Mangianello. He is one of the stars of your favorite show, Buck. Um, Magic Mike. It's part of that Magic Mike brigade. Uh, they are divorcing. They are divorcing after seven years of marriage. Sophia is 51. Joe is 46. Uh, the, according to sources, the couple has drifted apart due to their different attitudes. The split announcement comes just days after Manganiello's birthday tribute to Vergara came under major scrutiny for fans who labeled it as cold. Cold. Yeah, different attitudes, huh? That's generally what does it. Different attitudes. Well, she doesn't look like she's 51 years old. I don't really know what 51 looks like, but... I'd marry her. No. Oh. <laughs> don't even know her. Cougar Town. <laughs> What's that? Cougar Town. Cougar Town. Cougar, Cougar Manor. Milk yeah. Manor. Joe, you know who you're talking about with Joe, the guy from Magic oh, Mike. I you do. know what his character yeah, big, is? Big dude, yeah. Is he a good dancer? He's okay. He's not... Uh, He's not Matthew McConaughey when it comes to, or what's his name, Channing Tatum? Channing Tatum or the other guy, the, the the singer slash guy who didn't make it here for ACL because he did something to his knee. How about this? They, Sophia and Joe separated because their time apart, they became distant, and they they showed, they became the, the, the full versions of themselves. Oh. <laughs> so they were banging other people. Oh. Oh, is that what that means? That's kind of what I got from all that. Different bit. attitudes. Hey, you know the, you know the guy on ESPN, that uh, Jeff Passan, who's one of the best baseball insiders out there, really good mm-hmm. at his job. Uh, used to work out of Kansas City, good friends with our friend Gene Watson. He hasn't been on ESPN much of late and through the All-Star break because he was in Kansas City at his house, and there a storm came through, and he was out cleaning up some tree damage, and a tree limb fell, and he broke his back. Oh. He said in a statement yesterday, he's Wait. lucky to be walking. Like, he, uh, he broke his back. A uh, big old tree limb came down on him. He was out there trying to clean up maybe too soon. And, uh, Spine. Spinal, yeah. Terrible. Wow. Let's hope the best for Jeff, for, uh, Jeff Passan. He's one of the best in the game. That guy's uh, always chock full of good information. Uh, but, yeah, um, I, didn't sound, I don't want to break my back. I would never – you've had some – you've got back, back issues. Yeah. My little brother, brother broke his back recently, had surgery, and he was out wake surfing this weekend. Oh, is that right? How did was, he break his back? Uh, just swinging a baseball bat too hard for, like, too many years. A little hairline fracture in that thing. Yeah, That's all you di- need. His discs had like no discs. Had to get pretty major surgery. Oh my gosh! Like 19 years old. No thanks. But he's back healthy. 100. I mean, those, if those are if you're gonna break something like that, or have that issue, you're gonna want to do it when you're young. Very. Because you've been dealing with it now, and you're oh. 68, and it's still. You think that's when you were one in the the wing tee with your neck roll, and that. Sure, that is. I was. I was not a really good tackler. I was a head leading fool. Because that was the hardest thing. In there. That was the hardest thing in my body. I've seen the videos you at Boston College. I mean, you're only 180 pounds, and you're sticking your head in there. You guys are running like the option, and you're trying to block full, big full dude. house, full <laughs> yeah. house backfield at the goal line, lead blocker, never touch the ball. That could lead to some back issues yes, over time. Yes, it could. It looked like it has. I had, had like, plenty of rejection. 
20 of rejection. Well, look, it's, uh, you know, mass equals what, plus force and the times acceleration. I mean, you're not as big as that guy. You run into him, you're going the other way. I've never held anybody more ever than when I was a lead blocker in the full house Grab in college. I just grabbed the ankle. Grabbed you were the ankle biter. The original I, was, ankle. I was the original ankle biter for sure. Hey, hold on for dear life. All right, let's hit your blitz. Let's hear it. and E Blitz. The Morning Blitz brought to you by Apple Leasing, where you only have to pay for the new half of the car or truck, the half under factory warranty, and any make, any model. Click AppleLeasing.com and see how easy it is. And Ross Browner said, if you tackle me again, you know, Ross Browner, Notre Dame, if you tackle me again, he goes, I am going to kick you. And he did exactly. I grabbed him in the leg. He kicked me right there and gave me a hip pointer that lasted for six weeks. First Blitzer, you're up. Come on, Bucky. Chicken fights ain't so bad. You're shriveled up in the water within the hour anyway. This is OU Mark. OU Mark. OU Mark. Yeah, that's right. Next blitzer, you're up. Yeah, it's a pastor uh, smasher. Some smasher. And, uh, yeah, well, I'll be doing my naked gardening. You catch me doing the twisted chicken while I'm doing my naked gardening. <laughs> twisted chicken. That's even worse. The Shut twisted chicken. Let's go Wow. You know, if you're doing the chicken fight and the guy on top spins, said, spins around, now you're getting a face full of Johnson. <laughs> Tim Duncan would be good at at chicken fights. Who? Tim Duncan? Tim Duncan, yeah. He's He'd a have to be on guy. the bottom. Yeah, he's a swim guy, right? Great swimmer. Yeah. Get him and Manu. Great. He'd probably want Tony Pacquiao. Or he want Pacquiao on top. Tony Pacquiao. <laughs> Manu would be a little more ferocious. I'd actually, if I'm doing like a fight to the grapple to the, the I want Bruce Bowen. There you go. That's the that dirty, dirty, dirty Bowen. Uh, Red Rocket, no. <laughs> Red Rifle, Red Rocket, what is it? I don't know. All right, we'll, we'll shift gears. But uh, just talking about swimming pools makes it feel cooler outside, I think, oh. which is good. Yeah, the Paris Olympics coming next summer. All right, we'll be back. b and with you. We'll get that Brett Venables, Deion Sanders flap. Uh, let you weigh in on it. Also, more from SEC Media Days Day 2. We'll check in with someone who covers the Georgia Bulldogs. They're... The two-time defending national champions, how good are they this year as they look to replace their quarterback? It's b on the horn. Chad and Zay. Once you see Lucy...